Welcome to The Witcher Lorecast, the show that explores the vast lore behind The Witcher games, show, and books. Witchers, welcome back to The Witcher Lorecast. This is your host, Tom, or Robots. I'm here with my good buddy, Toasty, and some of our other favorite people, because it is the end of the month. It is our patron chat again, and we're going to be talking about what we would create if in the next Witcher game you can make whatever kind of Witcher you want. If all the boundaries are just pushed out, you can't, you don't have to be limited by creating a, a male human character that has certain traits. You can be whatever you want. What would you be? I think it's going to be awesome. Toasty, how are you doing, man? How's it going? I'm tired. Toasty, Toasty <laughs> has been on the path he's he's uh he just had to take out a few different uh i don't know what were you fighting <laughs> uh you know it was uh, there was like it was like three fiends it was ridiculous i've yeah. never seen it before yeah whatever the best analogy is for the people that you don't like to have to work with at work that's what you just slayed fiends yeah. Fiends is a pretty good one. Yeah, okay. All right. Good one. All right. Well, good to have you here, as usual. And we also have Ben of Tamaria. Ben, welcome back, buddy. How's it going? Good. Glad to be back again. Yeah, I hear you. Your day was super exciting, too, with uh, meetings oh, yeah. at work. So, oh, yeah. I kind of love meetings. That sounds fun. That sounds fun. Well, <laughs> now we get to talk Witcher stuff, so the world just got better. And uh, Genesis is here as well. Genesis with her cat. Is that is that a cat or is that a sorceress in disguise as a cat? Uh, no, she's not a sorceress. She's my familiar. Mm. Mm. So she is very, very noisy tonight and very, very needy because mom's been gone for like a week. So she's like, I need the attention now. Crazy Even though cat. I kicked her out of the room, she was banging on the door. Yes. I could hear it. <laughs> well, we know that when you own cats, the cats really own you. So mm-hmm. that's just kind of how it goes. Or familiars. Do your familiars own you? Is that how that works also? Uh, I have to rebuild my affinity with her in order for my magic to come back. So ah. this is necessary. Awesome. That totally makes sense. That totally makes sense. Well, guys, let's let's just dig into it because... The, the premise here is, and Toasty and I have thrown this idea around, we might just be getting people's hopes up, but the premise here is, in the next Witcher game, if, and that's a big if, you can create your own Witcher, let's say it's not just a character that you play as, which seems highly unlikely, all the CDPR games, typically you're given a character and you just play as that character, but if they, if they do a more like traditional role play game where you can make your own character right from the beginning you get to pick their their gender you get to pick their race you get to pick uh what school of the witcher they're from you get to play you get to pick everything you possibly can and and you guys might even come up with ways of customizing this character that i haven't even thought of and the question is what would you design as your like boundaries busted open character i know uh i know ben ben you look you look like you're thinking here I'm sure you have some thoughts on this. Are you going? Are you going like way out there? Are you going with something more traditional? Depends. I mean, for me, it depends on the game itself. Like when I play Elder Scrolls, for example, like depending what like 
area in on Tamarau you are like I'm typically like a different race or something like that do you go I do you have, typically like, favorites, but match do you match like the zone you're in typically I do um so like you're a Nord in Skyrim you're a dark elf yep. in Morrowind you're okay so how does that work out for the Witcher like let's say this game is it's in the continent let's say it's it's part of it, you know I mean I'm probably just gonna be just you're playing old traditional witcher like i'll be a male human um school wise it's i i don't know unless like i would probably go with wolf if wolf is an option so you're sticking um, you're sticking with the whole like traditional but stuff if there's familiar like with. different mechanics depending on what school you are i will i mean i'll weigh in on that or if like if we do have other races when we like if we can create our own winter like there's like racial uh racial passives and stuff like that mm -hmm. like it always plays an effect but i kind of put myself into like when i create characters i put myself into the character so you're creating ben in that world yeah like, i would be in that world i would be of the school of the wolf because that's the one i like the most the one we know the most about um mm -hmm. like that kind of thing so okay so you're creating a very standard quote-unquote style witcher this witcher now has to pick like even in the witcher 3 you get to decide if you're going to level up more of your sword play you're going to level up more of your your signs your oils things like that do you have a special affinity a method that um, you prefer for slaying the enemy personally i like to use signs a lot um there i mean i would i do focus a little bit on sword play but i mostly like upgrade all my signs like the immediately I, that i can so you're signs going like are, magic e witcher oh yeah as as much as you possibly can yep and i can axie literally everybody just <laughs> right yeah okay <laughs> nice nice okay so so magic e standard witcher um is it all going into signs or is that just the first thing that you level up? Because I guess, I mean, we don't know That's the boundaries of a new game. Do you level up signs true. first and then you do like I, sword play after that? Or does it go yeah, back and forth? I would, I would normally do signs first and then focus on sword play after. And then, I mean, it depends how go how in depth it will go, obviously. Like mm -hmm. when in Witcher 3, like it, once you get past like typically level 15 ish it kind of like slows down a bit and you kind of have to really like focus what points you're putting in where right um so i mean it just depends on where we go from there um i like to do a little bit with the like number one thing i i do always upgrade first is the pairing arrows oh, because i yeah. hate arrows with a burning passion right right every time uh, every then, time i think about that i think of the scene at the end of the fellowship of the ring where they're fighting off the uh the urukai and where boromir dies and uh aragorn's facing down the big guy and he throws a, a dagger at him and aragorn hits it out of the air mm -hmm. you remember that scene like everybody knows that scene and he like he just with the sword he just kind of whacks it out of the air that's the image i get of like well you just like hit the arrows with your, with your sword or you know if you watch witcher season one episode one Geralt does it right in the blaviken scene yeah yeah very very <laughs> similar yeah very similar it's, it's so it's a yeah, cool thing i i focus like i'm a mix between like sword play and like um sign usage 
leaning more towards signs. Got it. Got it. Okay. So now what about the way your character looks like everything from uh, like skin tone to hair to the way the hair is worn to even like, for example, everybody's so familiar with Geralt and like his specific wounds in specific places. Like he's got mm-hmm. scar, like very clear scars on certain parts of his face. Um, and then also the rest of his body. But like, what is he, what is your character look like? So um, I would make him a little bit taller than I am personally. I'm not very tall whatsoever. It is, it's kind of uh, nice to be a little bit more imposing <laughs> if you're going to be somebody who fights things. Come on, Ben. We got to have a short King Witcher. Okay. It's all good. <laughs> Fair. Um, I mean, uh, I, I would have facial hair. Um, I'm not one for clean shave. Um, I would have like a scar, like a claw scar scar like on my cheek right like three nails that ripped across your cheek yeah yeah yeah. i would like have something like that um what about your eyes traditional cat-like eyes i would say more cat-like i like the more cat-like from the games than i do like the yellow eyes from the show Mm -hmm. and what Um, what color would it would be yellow would they be orange like i like the yellow personally Mm -hmm. like i i've looked at other like eyes like orange like red style but like i don't know yellow just pops Mm -hmm. what about your hair because in in the real world you have what appears to be kind of a medium brown hair Mm, dark brown dark brown medium it's it's hard to tell with lighting and cameras and things but um uh so would you match that or would you go something completely different i'd probably go with dark dark brown like what my natural color is um i wouldn't copy carol i right even though I'm getting white hair already, like I, I don't need it. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the club, my friend. Um, now, would you wear it short or would you have like longer hair? Would you? Um, I would probably actually do a little bit longer and maybe have like a ponytail in the back. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a style. Just kind of wear it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go get it cut very often. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, if you're out there on the path, it's not like you're like have opportunities the all the time <laughs> right to go get your haircut or even trim your face right like you're going to mm-hmm. be kind of a scruffy dude that makes sense unless you're so, like a very fancy man who like brings his own equipment and like washes it out in the stream and like you know like it's constantly like a little mirror or something but uh i would rather pack extra weapons than uh, <laughs> a grooming kit oh, agreed cool cool okay um I've got some other questions, but I think it would be more fun to move to Genesis now and get some of her uh, her Witcher descriptions. Where where do you where are you going? Are you sticking with human? Are like where do you start? Listening listening to Ben, I'm like, how are we exactly opposite on like every single decision we make? Uh-huh. So you're more adventurous. <laughs> you're like, let's go out there. Let's do something crazy. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking at the very least being a half elf, if not a full elf. Cool. Um, uh, and then I would be a female witcher uh, mm-hmm. and I'd want to go school of the crane just because I think that it's really me personally. I am a long range combat. Mm -hmm. I prefer to use my bow and arrow if I'm going to do anything like that. So if my Witcher, I think that it would be fun to play that. And I do enjoy playing uh, archers and things like that in video games. Um, So so. archer, Witcher. Now, here's the question. Do you have different arrows with different tips? Mm -hmm. Each one for different things. Yeah. Yep. 
That's not something I even thought about. I mean, we get like a crossbow in The Witcher 3, which is kind of kind of a big thing because a lot of times witchers are like, you know, bows are for wimps. But like, I don't we don't think about like, are each of those crossbow bolts tipped with different? I don't think that matters in The Witcher 3, right? That's not even a thing. Uh, you do have different types of bolts that you can use. Do you? Because uh, I can't remember is, that because I didn't I didn't specialize in it. I didn't use it very much. Yeah, I would much rather fight long range than up close. Yeah, so I definitely use my crossbow. Um, so are you going uh, crossbow or are you going like multi bow or do you have like a long bow for distance? Do you have like. Definitely. I would definitely have a long bow and a crossbow. Um, that's why I kind of picked the school of the crane is because they, um, specialize in the long range weaponry and they have started actually using, um, like very primitive guns. And I'm like, mm, so that is, are you going guns then too? No, I'm not no going guns. guns. I mean, no I, blunder I would bus? be trained in it. I'm, but I know a blunderbuss would take like way too long to reload. <laughs> I need something a lot faster and I can reload an arrow on a longbow a lot faster yeah, than I can. Pull another one out of your action. quiver, right? Yeah. No, that I don't sense. shoot longbow. I sh- shoot recurve. Sorry, oh, I picked up your word. I, I was, uh, I was wondering because a longbow, like traditionally in like, in human history, right, the longbow was like a big advancement in warfare technology. The English used the longbow to get a further reach than their enemies. So you, you mm-hmm. would use a recursive bow. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. All right. So recursive bow and then uh, crossbow also. So you've got kind yep. of both going just in, like you pull the crossbow out real quick if you needed to. It probably is already kind of like locked in, ready to go. Well, a crossbow is used for if you want to cause a massive amount of damage. Um, so they would be hitting the harder to hit creatures mm-hmm. where a recurve would be able to take down something a lot faster. Uh, so anything flying that I need to take out of the air, um, or anything that's already on the ground that I want to hit long distance. Cool. Cool. Okay. So you're going like elf, half elf bows. Do you have a melee preference for when things get real close? A uh, good witcher never leaves without a dagger. Okay. All right. So nice, a nice dagger or two, potentially. Mm-hmm. Maybe one of each type on each hip, ready to kind of yep. pull out. All right. All right. What about, what about your specialty here? What about like signs? Um, clearly, you're, you're going to be advanced in your knowledge of, of the bow and, and daggers. But are you going more signs? Are you going oils? Are you going all oils. combat? Oils. oils definitely anything that i can coat the arrows in is what i would kind of go for um it's funny ben said that he's all signs all the time i think that i use igni whenever i need to light things on fire really quick and then i never touch signs again in witcher 3 yeah 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 i was shielding myself a lot that was most mostly what i did was like all right i'm getting in close I'm gonna put up a shield and then fight and then the shield go away and i put it back up um all right, so no signs, mostly oils. Man, you guys are you guys are completely different. Uh, all right, let's talk. Let's talk about the way your character looks. Uh, I let's see. Should be a little bit on the thinner side because that's what we generally associate with the elves and especially the scoyatel. They are uh, quite gangly, mm-hmm. uh, but similar in height. I'd say probably somewhere between five nine and five eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, what about yeah. the, what about the hair? Are you doing, doing anything cool with the hair or scars? 
So I don't get hit because I'm long range. <laughs> so, so I don't have any scars. Nice. Okay. Uh, but I, the, I love the idea of a really long, thick black braid that can either when undone is like all the way down to like the back of my legs uh-huh. or when it's up is a really elaborate um like, like headpiece yeah like a big old i don't even know how to know how to describe it like you kind of wind it like, around a few times and prop it up on your head mm-hmm. instead of princess leia having them on the sides of her head no put them both stacked together on the back of the head wow high bun high bun high bun that's awesome what color you said dark like yeah like jet black black yeah cool what about the eyes so when you asked that the last time that we talked about creating our own witchers Mm -hmm. the image that popped into my head was like a goat split eye oh yeah that that would be so creepy and wonderful oh that'd be so weird like the almost it's almost like a double pupil that's kind of butts up against itself so it's Mm -hmm. elongated it's creepy i would hate it, it and so i'd love it would it go elongated up and down or left and right oh my left god left and right oh that's the weird one yep. that's even weirder oh that's what color uh the pupils i would keep black but then wow a really pale blue just came to mind uh-huh. for the iris color yeah so the very dark hair but then really kind of piercing blue goat shaped mm-hmm. eyes yeah man that sounds nuts that sounds nuts uh toast do you have any questions for either of them on these on these witcher creations you know tom i would probably have way more questions if i was <laughs> my brain is not working <laughs> so i'm actually just thinking about what i would do while i'm listening to them mm-hmm. i kind of you know i was is it is it weird to say that I was I was more surprised by Ben's answer? Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. It's like I, I don't know. Me and Jen are kind of on the same like the same wavelength here. for a little bit here. So, uh-huh. but the fighting style is completely different in my mind. But like, yeah, it was just like Ben. That makes sense though that you would like put yourself like in the game or like to be immersed or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like it's either it's, it's one extreme or the other, at least with me, it's either I'm making myself in a game or I'm making somebody that's way different than myself. It's just, I mean, like, I don't, I know a lot of people like to do it, like where they play themselves in a game. So they feel more immersed. I play games because I want to get away from being myself. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I go like, extreme opposite or just like something that like doesn't remind me of me in any way so yeah so what Um, would you do let's let's get your description here what kind of character would you make um a a werebub a werebub werebub no (laughs) no i would uh a little bit on the same wavelength as Jin. uh elven uh female witcher was the thing that uh i thought of um uh, definitely full elf. Um, I think uh, I would probably say school of the cat. Um, mm-hmm. As far as, as that goes, uh, definitely seeing a like uh, lie, like fast pace, agile, like dual wield fighting style. 
for them. Um, so like dual wielding kind of like two silver short swords or steel if need be. Um, and, uh, oh geez, what were the other questions? <laughs> Uh, just, yeah, would you would you focus more on your physical prowess with weapons, or on oils and potions, or on uh, signs? Uh, I think because I generally do this in the games too, is where there's a more of a focus on um, oils and potions. Uh, definitely like using those to uh, kind of up uh, both like mobility and like uh reaction time kind of mm-hmm. um and yeah and we know that like the cats have kind of like refined their like alchemical stuff a bit better than other schools so it definitely would be a more potent fighting style for them um i do really like art though so there'd probably be a little bit of specialization in art um, you can you can multi you can split it you know It'd probably be just specifically because I wouldn't be reaching for like a crossbow or a bow anytime soon, like focusing on the swords. So Ard would be there to like blast aerial enemies out of the sky and then to like basically get on them and start like hacking into them essentially. Right. Bringing them down to to where you are. Yeah. Makes sense. sense. That would be like the, the go-to for, uh fighting aerial combatants so so what about what about like the hair or the scars and that kind of side of it um so again again the same kind of point of like you know like a i think he kind of like a uh a fairly tall like uh like lithe build on the character um and oh geez um the Scars? hair would probably oh. be oh yeah no the hair would probably be similar um like i'm thinking some sort of like light colored kind of hair like i know elven elves kind of have like lighter colored hair sometimes it'd probably be like a i don't know like some sort of like blonde like a, a lighter yeah, blonde fair. or whatever yeah fair yeah um but it would be kind of like still put in that like that kind of like Geralt style like half back ponytail style yeah um yeah keep it out of your face but it's the long mm-hmm. kind of thing character gets up close and personal so there's probably a lot of scars honestly yeah um, <laughs> uh-huh. okay definitely like i i for i i'm a big fan of like eye scars i don't know why i just always like the the like the scar that goes across like down the eye or whatever yeah it like breaks uh, your eyebrow you've exactly. got a little gap in the eyebrow and then it hits your cheek yeah yeah like yeah. series so it's like um probably that and then ooh, uh what was the other thing i feel like what I'm kind of something. eyes oh. are you gonna have cat eyes certain I color think cat eyes but like like green that's cool i think i know elves kind of have like i I just whenever i think elf i imagine green eyes so yeah blues to green seem pretty common yeah it'd be like green cat eyes i think is like an interesting mix of the mutations you know so cool cool man these these sound fun um 
tell you what we need to take a break and thank our patrons and then i've got some I, i've got I've, i'm gonna explain one that i'm putting together and then a few other questions for this whole thing of like customizing your own witcher and how that might actually work in a game so don't go anywhere we'll be right back very well let us get this over with something has infested my vineyard mm-hmm. great let me go prepare my something oil then All right, here we are in the middle of the show. This is where we get to thank these guys, our patrons, and all of the other patrons who help support this show. There's 14 of you right now. We just increased to 14. Thank you so much for helping to support us. We really do appreciate it. And a big shout out to Katrina T, our newest patron. Welcome aboard. I hope you're enjoying those ad-free episodes and and getting them early and all of that. Um, Also, we've got to shout out our higher vampires, Ben of Tamaria. Thanks, Ben. And Bane the Hospital Guy, both of whom support the show on a tier five level. Man, you guys are amazing. Thank you so very much for that. Also, we have a nice big review that came in. Let's let's read this one real quick. This one, it came from EcoGirl23 on Apple Podcasts in the US. EcoGirl wrote, awesome show for a newbie nerd slash gamer. Some months ago, after a couple of years of mostly playing mobile games, Sims, and a bug-filled Steven Universe game, that sounds amazing, I was visiting my gamer boyfriend and watching him play The Witcher 3. The graphics and plot got me hooked, and Witcher 3, along with Ark, Fable, and Shadow of War, all of those are awesome, uh, with one of the first adult, quote, quote unquote adult read rated over E10 plus and not a simulation game that I got into deeply as a novice gamer in both ADHD and autism. I typically hyper focus on a game for several days or weeks before picking up a different title and then eventually cycling back to the first. I kind of do the same thing. So maybe I have those things too. I don't know. Consequently, learning about a game's background helps me both stay engaged and beat hard levels. The Witcher Lorecast provides lots of insights, has been a work playlist mainstay for a few weeks in which time I've listened to 30 something episodes and has gotten me very excited to continue reading the books. I read the last witch wish last witch. That would be a completely different book. The last wish before I started listening and am currently waiting impatiently for blood of elves to be checked back in at my local library. Not only that, but as someone who's typically not a big movie fan, the show convinced me to watch Nightmare of the Wolf, which was amazing. Thanks for your hard work and keep doing what you're doing. Eco Girl, that's amazing. Thank you so much. Um, little pro tip here. Sometimes libraries have like digital versions of books or audio versions of books that you can check out. So even if you can't get that in the physical one, you might still be able to check it out a different way. So go check that out. Um, but that's awesome. That's that's amazing. That's how I did for whenever I was like rereading is... Uh... Uh, you can get like apps or whatever on your phone that allow you to like access like certain libraries, like electronic database, and you can like download the books to read or like an audio book version or whatever. Yeah. Read it on your phone or play it on your phone while you're at work when, you know, after you get done listening to all our episodes. Um, but, <laughs> but uh, thank you so much for the review. If you guys want to help us out, leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or a rating on Spotify is an awesome way to do so. It helps other people find the show. And even just telling your friends, that helps a ton too. So thanks to everybody who supports the show. And thank you especially to our patrons. You guys are amazing. All right, let's move on with the rest of the show. You smell of death and destiny, heroics and heartbreak. It's onion. Right, yeah. All right, so I'm trying to get as creative as I can 
with my Witcher in a game where you can make whatever you want and like the boundaries are just out there, right? Or at least anything within reason, right? Like you wouldn't be able to make like a like a monster Witcher. That doesn't make any sense, right? It has to be like an intelligent creature of some sort who's one of the common races. Um, so I'm thinking what I will do is I will make a gnome Witcher. It will be the first of the gnome Witchers. I didn't ask you guys what you're what you're going to name your witchers, but be thinking. I want to I want to hear what you're going to name your witchers. His name will be uh, Tootie Toot, and I'm just I'm just spitballing this Tootie Tootie Toot the gnome witcher. And uh, at first thought, when you think of gnomes, you think of kind of like big noses, kind of ugly. Maybe he's like balding, straggly. No, this is the most handsome gnome you will have ever met. In fact, uh, wherever he goes, people often confuse him before they realize he's a gnome with famous bards and legendary performers because of his handsome face. But when they scoot back from the table and then he hops off the table and he's only as tall as the table, they then realize that he's a gnome. Um, and as a gnome, he focuses primarily on potions and uh, magic, the signs and those kinds of things. He only relies on physical combat when it's absolutely necessary. He sees that he can talk himself out of most situations, but when it comes down to hunting monsters, he would rather lay traps and outsmart the monster without actually having to take it on physically. So he's kind of a, uh, a craftsman in a way. So, uh, that, that's what he's doing. He's, um, he's, he's dashingly handsome. He has, he has dark hair. He has a very fancy mustache and he, uh, he has one big scar on his chin, which makes him look a lot like Harrison Ford. So is Harrison Ford the gnome? That's what I just invented. Do you guys have any questions about my gnome poetry? Everybody's just like, what? Uh, ben, we can't hear you. I think no. you're still muted. Oh, there you go. Just heard okay. gnome. Say that again. Yeah. I literally, when you were thinking, you're going to say what race you're going to be, gnome popped in my head and you just. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think it would be amazing. I, I think it would be really cool. And this is part of why this premise came up for this episode is to have races that have different qualities different like bonuses and attributes and i mean it's a video game right so you're gonna have like different races you're gonna be better at different things um so that's kind of where i wanted to go next but real quick what are the names of your witcher what what is the name of this character and you can't say your own name it has to be has to be a different name i think i think i'm not going to go with 2d whatever that was the first thing that popped in my name i think i'm just going to go with ferrison horde the gnome mm -hmm. dear god <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> Jen, Jen's down with it. Everyone else. I'm okay with that. Everyone's like, Star Wars you're reference. ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, how many different Harrison Fords are there in uh, World of Warcraft? Are oh, there, God. Like, at least three yeah. little gnomes that have his name. Probably. Yeah. yeah. There's lots of references to everything in World of Warcraft at this point. But yeah. I mean, Harris Pilton is is an orc. So. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I'm not familiar with all of them. Um. All right. So what, do, what would you name yours? I, as soon as you asked what my name was, the name shadow popped up, um, in my head. And so I'm going through like translate on Google, on Google right <laughs> uh -huh. now to try and put like a cool, like some other English word, word Spanish. Right. Uh, yeah. Sh shadow. I mean, cool. Cavuli. Ooh, I mm -hmm. like Cavuli. All right. 
All right. It is shadow in Swahili. That sounds cool. All right. What about what about Ben? Yeah, I'm on very unoriginal with names as a whole. Ten of Bamaria. <laughs> um, uh, I, I don't know. I was I was thinking uh, Eric of Oxenfurt. Hey, that works. You have kind of a regular kind of Witcher dude. A name like Eric's pretty regular. That would match. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, is it spelled in a like? In the typical like American spelling is E R I C. Is it like E R I K? E R I K. Yeah, it's more like Nordic Be a little sounding. Different. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. All right. Toasty. Okay. So, uh, my my character is a little bit of a, uh, uh I mean, you know, cat school or whatever kind of. Oh, I forgot uh, to mention the school of my character. Keep going. I have to share. That's cool, oh. but go ahead. So she's she's a bit of a she's a bit of a smart ass and she likes to she likes to jab at people. So her her witcher name would also be a jab um at any uh a country in the on the continent that uh really doesn't like elves and has a long standing history of like elven racism. So uh, her name would be Solana of Sintra. Oh, fancy. Ben's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, it would definitely be a jab. It was, it was just, uh, it was chosen just because she knows how much Sintra hates elves. And so she likes the idea of, of, you know, toting around that name. Right. Right. I got you. I got you. So for the school, for my uh, Barrison Horde, uh, his school is, he, he comes from a brand new school that nobody's ever heard of before. It's the school that only has gnome witchers in it. It's the school of the guinea pig. Because, and his hair actually looks like a guinea pig. He's got like multiple, um, like, what's that called? Where like you have like part, where your hair parts out of a spot. You know what I'm talking calyx? about? Calyx. He's got like multiple calyx on the top of his head. Dear God. But he's still very handsome. So there you go. That's uh that's my Witcher. So so guys, <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted to put ourselves we're going to put our little game designer hats on right now and mm-hmm. let's let's take a like all the major races. Let's say you're designing the game and they could be human, they could be elf, they could be half elf, they could be dwarf, they could be gnome, they could be werebub, maybe not. Uh, if you were to design it, what qualities would you give each of these races in order to make them distinct from the other races? So like a human witcher, I, I'm assuming would probably have some sort of either they'd be like flat, like nothing, no bonuses, no negatives. Like maybe they're just kind of the standard and everything else is a balance off of that. Or do you give them like humans in this world tend to be physically aggressive? So they get a little bit more of a bonus to strength or something like this. Like how, how would you design these? Do you guys have any ideas? With so much D and D lore and history running through my brain, I'm like elves get a bonus to dex. So I would definitely right. take that. That'll help with me shooting. Right. Well, I, I mean, it makes sense though. Like I think, I think there are similarities in the, in, in these fantasy worlds. Right. But it doesn't have to be exactly the same in the Witcher tabletop elves get a bonus to archery. That, that's oh, nice. what I was actually about to say. Like you can literally 
copy and paste like the racial statuses from the ttrpg for witcher Mm-hmm. Like true. it would easily go into video game format, honestly. Yeah. Would you would you give elves a bonus to magic ability? Oh yeah. Oh um meh. Not I mean they're I not know. like inherently more magical than uh I mean there's the, the elder blood. Are. There's the potential that they have elder blood, right? Isn't that like kind of a thing? It's like like yeah it's that. it's not like a fucking uh like common thing though like like you know there's one siri in on the continent sure when sure. she's actually there so like right. <laughs> right so what about so uh, jen's got the book here in, in front of her she's like looking through it oh. do you have like when it comes to something like a dwarf what do you think the dwarves get I would say a bonus in strength. And then also I would say, I mean, craftsmanship. I was thinking craftsmanship would be cool too. And then you could have like, so if you were to do the, the XP lines, like, uh, weapons, um, potions and, and oils, and then your, your signs to have a fourth one that was like craftsmanship where you could build traps, you could build uh, barriers, you could build, you could fortify things. You could like, there'd be a, a few different ways that you could do things like that. Even maybe create um, harnesses or equipment that you could mount to your horse. Or even um, if you're experienced enough in smithing, smith your own weapons instead of having a blacksmith do it. Sure, yeah. Yeah, smithing your own weapons, upgrading your own weapons, magically enchanting your own weapons, your own armor. Things like that could be side of it too so the dwarves would have kind of a bonus there what about the gnomes would the gnomes also benefit from that in some way they're kind of crafty maybe more the magic side of craftsmanship where the dwarves are more the physical side maybe maybe oh yeah gnomes are tinkerers so yeah they should yeah. be able to create in and en- enchantments <laughs> but not like <laughs> obviously i mean witchers aren't the best known for like stuff like this but uh like social skills or whatever we know that you like barter and stuff i think uh dwarves would get like a dwarves or gnomes would get like a bonus to that i think the dwarves would be particularly they say like we talked about in the episode with the dwarves they tend to like blend in fairly well compared to some of these other non-human races to give them an advantage like a bonus to just like getting along with people i mean they're kind of gruff but they kind of also are charming in their gruffness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah. Gnomes would definitely get like, you know, crafting stuff. Yeah. yeah like very, very much crafters. Yeah. Did elves get bonuses to like herbalism slash like alchemy stuff or whatever, because they definitely like much better, like natural foragers probably. <clears throat> that makes sense. And plus uh, elven speech. Elvish speech, yeah. Yep. So, what about uh, these? Are like positives? What about negatives? What about like deficits? What would uh, f- what would be a disadvantage to being an elf, for example? <laughs> Nobody likes you. Like, well, that's. I mean, that could be part you of it. Automatically, like, like, have to like like your barter amount automatically starts at like a lower amount 
comparatively mm-hmm. because negative ten percent on everything you sell. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. like because I mean, like it, it's like a Witcher plus an Elven. Like on top of that, like those are like the two things people on the continent hate the most. So it would definitely like would have you some issues there? Would you work into the game something like speech checks? like in D and D or, or even something like Skyrim where like you're trying to do something. And so you try to persuade somebody and so would they have a disadvantage to their charisma or maybe, maybe you don't even call it charisma, but you maybe call it like social, like maybe they have to get in well from a, a social dynamic. Is that a werebub? It is. It it's is. an entire page dedicated to werebubs and their stats. Werebubs. Nice. Maybe I should make a werebub instead of a gnome. That sounds amazing. Well, they are a proud race with a long history of heroics and valor. So a werebub witcher would make sense. That sounds awesome. Plus they're furry and cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, like, they're like Ewoks. They are. They're very Ewok. They're like Ewok witcher. I think if you put like a social, th- I think it depends on like, because then I think it would depend on like the, current like political right like, right like in a human kingdom they would have a natural uh negative to their social standing but yeah, if you but were like to if it's like Nilfgaard maybe not as bad maybe it, maybe it's, it's like, kind of neutral or maybe it's just only slightly negative yeah or or mm-hmm. if they were to travel to like we talked about some of these other places where you know the elves or the dwarves live or whatever then all of a sudden that standing adjusts so mm-hmm. maybe as a human, you end up with a negative standing in that social situation as opposed to what you would have gotten otherwise. Yeah, that could totally be a thing. Um, funny, funny you say that because that's a legit mechanic in the TTRPG. Well, there you go, man. We're designing. <laughs> we're just redesigning the, the tabletop role playing game. I mean, that's like that's like the dream, though, isn't it? Like it is. Be able to is. have a video game that's extensive as a tabletop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would like, but. I mean, that's part of why I brought this conversation up, because I, I there's something that like it's fun to play through the games as Geralt or as Siri, because we love those characters and they're great characters. But there's also something to be said for being the silent protagonist, like being who you want to be and actually role playing in this world as somebody of your choosing and making your way through it and making those decisions and dealing with it and, and, and really being able to live out a role and role play not just a specific person but but anything um i feel like in a lot of the shows i do either fall typically on one side of this or the other mass effect is more like the witcher or more like cyberpunk right where you you're playing a specific character and you can bend that character a little bit one direction or another but they're still the same person they're still they have a name they have an identity in the world people re- respond to them in certain ways um, but then you, you, and even fallout four is the same kind of way. You are a specific person. You can choose what they do, but you're a specific person. They have a voice. Uh, but in games like Skyrim or games like fallout three or new Vegas, like it's the other side of that. Um, typically if you, if you're going to play dungeons and dragons, it's the same kind of thing. Almost every instance of dungeons and dragons, even when you're making your party, you make the characters you want. Sometimes you get pre-built characters you can choose from, but usually there's always the ability to just make a character whole cloth. And doing that in the Witcher world seems really cool in the video game sense. I think that there's something there that that could be really fun. So definitely, I would love to see more decision making in Witcher. 
where like I have to make a choice and then it affects later parts of the game along with it um, just to give it a little bit more of a unique and personalized gaming experience because that is a big thing about why I love to play a lot of the other games where it's like my decisions actually matter um, with Geralt yeah that you've got a couple of them um, and then of course that those decisions affect the outcome but there's there's not a whole lot of variation with it. Yeah, the sense I get is that CDPR likes to tell their story mm -hmm. and they like to give you a few different ways that story can end differently. But for the most part, they want to tell the story, right? Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. I like this idea of like, what if, what if it's this broad open thing? What if you walk into a certain kingdom and you treat the people a certain way and you get rid of the monsters, but maybe you treated them like garbage? And now your reputation is even worse and mm -hmm. you've got to deal with that. But maybe just like the Witcher does, there's a good reason why you treated the people like garbage. Maybe they really deserved it. Right. And so, so it's like it's this double bladed sword kind of thing where you're like, well, do I do what I feel like I should do because they deserve it? And they maybe they screwed me over. So I was going to just I'm just going to give them what they deserve. But in the long run of the game, it makes it harder. Or maybe it makes it more likely that a negative version of a story plays out later once you realize that, like, uh, the princess of the kingdom is, you know, summoning you to their to do something because now another monster is affecting the kingdom, but it's a much bigger deal. And so she's going to treat you differently. You know, like, like, I like what you're saying with that, with that, Jen. What do you think, Toasty? Do you think we'll ever see anything like this? <laughs> I mean, I could hope all I want. I'd like... See, like a good, like a game with like, uh, or like choices matter and stuff like that. Like, sure, but like to that level, probably not. Yeah, honestly, yeah. It was, that's just it's just something that you just can't really do because like everything has to be like pre-scripted to a point because we don't have like you know we you'd have in that kind of situation you'd have to like have like some sort of like very advanced like reactive like ai well that you responds could, to your stuff you but. could do it on the level of something like new vegas where you have your different standings with each of the factions and you have your ability to take on certain kinds of side quests or, or quests or whatever based on your standing with those factions or your relationship with other side characters or companions are very dependent on what you do like there are characters that you can become companions with where if you do something like there may be the pro ncr and if you do something that's very pro legion you get past a certain point with that and they just leave you they're just like nah i'm out or they attack you right like like you can that that stuff has been done 15 years ago like to work that kind of thing in a Witcher game. And I'm not saying it needs to be beyond that. Like, like the stuff you're imagining, you're right. You, you would need, I, I would, I you would, would need love, more. I would love to have like a game on the level of fallout new Vegas, like, like choices matter, but like you just don't really see that. I mean, it's we rare had that opportunity rare. where they had like, I mean, Bethesda had fallout new Vegas as like, a point that they could have like looked at for fallout Four, and they still didn't make it to that level. And it's like, well, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they were going a different direction. They were trying the, the specific, uh, 
character, not the voiceless protagonist. They were, they were going, um, and, and to their credit, they were probably drawing from games like the Mass Effect series, which were very popular the years leading up to Fallout 4, and, and series that did that very well, so they were probably pulling more from that perspective because they wanted to try something different, right? Um, and I, I guess that's just where we are at with CDPR then, is they've done the Witcher series. They've done three games of The Witcher with very specific characters. They've done Cyberpunk with a very specific character. People, people like these games. Do they keep going in that direction or do they give us more, more agency and more variability in, in our choices? And I think you're right. I think, I think we won't get that, but it, it would be extremely popular if they did it well. <laughs> I think it would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Ben, what do you think? I know you've got thoughts on this too. Yeah, I mean, reality-wise, we probably won't get that because, I mean, CDPR's, like, whole philosophy, as you see in The Witcher 1 through 3 and then Cyberpunk, it's very strict, like, storytelling because mm-hmm. that that's the whole point. Now, I mean, since they're... I mean, they are working very close to uh, our Tarsorian games, and I know... If anybody keeps up to date on the TTRPG, they actually delayed the Rodolph's Guide to the Continent book because of the development for Witcher 4 because they don't want continuity issues. Yeah. That shows, I mean, I can see that they might take some aspects of the the TTRPG and put it into the Witcher 4. But as far as, as, I mean, we won't know until we see like test footage or beta footage gameplay of witcher four yeah or whatever it would be yeah a more close relationship between those two would be amazing because Mm -hmm. both both teams do really cool work and a lot of the game lore comes from the uh tabletop games (laughs) yeah yeah and and you can iterate on that stuff faster Mm -hmm. you know it it takes it takes them four or five years to put another witcher game out but artel sorian's putting out new tabletop stuff every year Mm -hmm. actually good they just released a new book like a couple months ago. Yeah. I think it's like, I think that CDPR has like the ability to like make a game to where like, like how we're talking like that level of like, uh, you know, open role playing. Oh yeah. yeah. Because like, I mean, we see it, there's like touches of it. Like, I mean, like, the my my thought of like is like that first like mission is part of like the intro in cyberpunk like when you have to like go to maelstrom you have like you know 10 different options on how you want to handle that situation like Mm -hmm. there's so many things like each thing like affects things differently and you kind of see it like it's not like a huge impact later on but it does come down to like what you see like you can make choices in there that affect some of the later stuff so they have the yeah. capability it's just like they'd have to do that for kind of everything and we know that they like handcraft every like quest that they make they don't do like the auto pre like the pre-generated stuff or like radiant quests or whatever like each each quest is written and it's like incredibly different in that way which is i mean yeah. so i think i think that like the potential is definitely there Will we get it? Uh, I'm not. Yeah, it'd be, <laughs> but, it'd be really cool. I mean, 
man. Can you imagine if we had uh, like Bethesda does where they split their teams? So, for example, you've got like Elder Scrolls Online, which is Zenimax. And then you've got Bethesda, like the main team that does the main games. Can you imagine BGS. a situation with CDPR where they do like a side Witcher game that's more of an open RPG and then do like a mainline <laughs> Witcher game that's more character focused traditional? Like if heck, if they were put out a game every two to three years, one team drops a game, the other team drops the game two and you know, so each team has five years to develop a game. So that you're getting a new game every two and a half years. That's a Witcher series. That's one's a little bit more open. One's a little bit more on the rails. Like that would be amazing. I don't know. I I, I feel like sometimes studios don't do this because they think they're going to burn their audience out. They're gonna be like, well, you're getting too many of these things. People are going to stop buying them, right? But you. Dude, but then you look good at enough. It's not gonna like you don't. You're not gonna right. get burned out. On look it. at the Assassin's Creed series. Look at uh, Call of Duty. Like there are there are studios out there. There are publishers out there that have multiple studios that do these iterations where it's either every year or every other year, and they put stuff out all the time. And and to your point, if it's a high enough quality thing, people still buy it. Yeah. So. Oh. Any other thoughts? Uh, Jen, I think you're talking about it and we're not hearing nothing's coming through. Uh, oh, I'm ready to are. play the next game. Uh, you know, it's like I, <laughs> no, I definitely, I, yeah, uh, I think having the, the TV show and having, you know, it's like, yeah, you were talking about how the new TT book just came out. I do have that one, the, uh, a book of tales, uh, the dandelion covered. Book. There's another one now. It's a uh, tome of chaos. It's all, right. all sorceress. It's all magic. Ooh. Literally Sweet everything is magic and there's new monsters. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it would be nice to have a new a new one. I agree. I agree. Well, guys, I think we're at the end of this episode. This has been fun playing make believe about a game we may never get, but fingers crossed. Who knows? Maybe maybe we're gonna put fine, this Tom. We'll out into the universe. It's fun. Yeah, we're just gonna put this out into the universe. Maybe everybody out there is gonna tweet at CDPR, and and we can make we can just summon this into existence. Maybe that's how it'll work. Um, Ben, I know you've got other stuff going on. What do you What do you want to share before we head out? I got a lot of stuff going on. So uh, I am one of the hosts for Holocron Histories, Star Wars Canon versus Legends, where we go over a deep dive of the lore of Star Wars to get into the differences of the canon and legends. Uh, I have my episode, actually, our patron episode is tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Central uh, Eastern Time. And uh, we are going to be going over what starship would you want if you could have one nice nice and then um i also will be posting pictures on the robots radio discord um the renaissance fair that is in my state is starting up here so i will be cosplaying as my own original witcher and possibly more than likely going to be my own original elder scrolls character nice is his name eric also no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Cool. Man of cool. Morrowind. Cool. Hey, uh, also, uh, a week from today, it's Monday as we record this, a week from today, you're also going to be streaming yes. for the charity stream. We're doing a, this yes. is a thing. There's announcements going up everywhere on Labor Day. So September 
5th. That's the right day, right? September 5th. Mm-hmm. We, we are streaming all day long on the twitch.tv slash robots radio channel. But then these guys are also streaming on their own channels. There's going to be like cross streaming. They're going to be doing stuff. Ben, you're going to be doing a thing. What are you doing for that? Yeah. So at 10 p.m. Eastern, I will be streaming Star Wars Battlefront 2 and also doing a Star Wars AMA. So you can ask me anything Star Wars related. I will try to answer with the best of my knowledge with all the knowledge that I have. Awesome. Um, so yeah, I'll be streaming on our own channel, Holocron Histories. So you can go follow there and it will also be uh, through your right. channel on right. Roblox Radio. Yep, yep. And all, and all the proceeds will be going to St. Jude's. Uh, helping the kids so come on out for that come hang out with us all day long there's gonna be lots of different hosts including genesis you're gonna be there too i will um me and toasty and teacup from uh the dragon age lore cast and psych 88 and like uh, and the almighty crit are doing a uh D session um and i am super excited about it so yep yep and but, you can watch that and we'll be streaming it from the two girls, one ship Twitter or Twitch stream. So yep, it'll be on there. It'll be also streamed on robots radio. So um, you can go to both places, check that stuff out. So, yeah. And then you've got your show. Mm-hmm. Uh, two girls, one ship, the podcast where we analyze rate and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, we are currently in fallout four right now. Wow. Mm. So, cool i i like that game yeah yeah <laughs> well if you have a favorite romance character hit me up and maybe we'll interview you on the show oh gosh, oh gosh. Oh. i'm so bad i'm so you know me i'm so bad at getting romances to I work think, in games i think you've already <laughs> done tom's i think you've already done tom's which one? Oh, do you know which kate, one my, right yeah kate's kate's mike yeah yeah spunky right i remember you yeah. saying something uh, yeah. i think like you did a kate episode yeah on yeah. fallout kate's, and you were like and i mine. like i i gotta i like the accent i like the red <laughs> it was like yeah oh, okay yeah yeah yep spunky spunky redheads that's uh yeah. that, that works for me um cool well go, yeah go check out those shows those are awesome toasty you got anything follow us the witcher lorecast on twitter and uh uh check out cyberpunks uh i don't i, I can't i don't know if episode <laughs> three's out yet or not who knows but, but go check it out it's a lot of fun cyberpunked also uh, a show you should check out um and then yeah come hang out with us next week monday night for streams all day long lots of different stuff i'll be playing some games we'll be doing lots of things i'm i've been working to grow my um my twitch account as well so come hang out with me during the days on monday or afternoons afternoons starting around 1 1 to 2 p.m mondays wednesdays and fridays that's my definite time for streaming but i'll be streaming other times as well playing lots of games just hanging out with the community it's a great place for us to kind of all get together and be able to chat and hang out so that's what i've been doing and uh that's gonna do it for this episode thanks for being here everybody all right and toasty stay safe on the path We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Witcher Lorecast. We'd love to hear about your experiences with the games and the books and the TV series and all your thoughts on everything. Please check out the Robots Radio Discord and follow us on Twitter at Witcher Lorecast. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check
out all the shows at robotsradio.net.